Hi, welcome back to Will You Accept This Podcast. I'm your host, Lara Ziobro, joined this week by Theodora Blanchfield. We had Theodora on last season. Theodora is a writer, a runner, therapist in training, and she occasionally hops into the Bachelor universe to watch this show and come on here and talk about what she saw. And this week we had an interesting episode, and I'm glad we had Theodora. I think she's perfect for the job to talk through this week's episode. Welcome back, Theodora. Thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. So you got to see a little bit of Katie last season. Um, she was on Matt's season and I think she was still on by the time that we talked. Um, so I'm curious, you know, kind of what you think about her and like what you got a sense for who she is, I guess, this, this episode. I mean, and so like for listener context, like I am not a regular watcher. I only watch the episodes that I'm going to talk to Lara for. So I don't have (laughs) like a lot of context on her. Um, but, like, I don't know. If I had a dollar for every time she said or someone said, like, doing it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. The Bachelor staple. And so I also don't know, like, what kind of the background for that is, but... Yeah, I mean, I think on the show, that's just kind of the phrase for... I mean, it's become... I mean, you'll appreciate this. It's become kind of the norm in our Instagram world. Yeah. Like, where uh, more and more people are coming on the show because they want exposure, because, you know, maybe they ultimately want to be the lead themselves in a future season. So, I mean, like, when the show first started, there, you know, there was no Instagram and people weren't, you know, building out these platforms yeah. based on going on the show. So there wasn't that layer to it. But in recent years, that's become a thing I mean you can actually we talked a little bit about it last week like you can kind of if you want to and I avoid it because I don't like to spoil the season but you can kind of tell who is going to win based based on what rumors are out there from spoilers based on their audience on, on Instagram so I mean the people who go yeah. the furthest build the biggest following so it's like people want to if they're coming on the show for that they want to make it at yeah. least through a chunk of the season because they know that equates into a lot of dollars for them and a lot of people um, you know walk away from careers to come onto the show um, they definitely all put their life on hold so I think a lot of them like maybe are kind of coming with a mix of wanting that piece of it plus you know if I decide I like this girl, cool. But like, if not, you know, yeah. maybe I'll get some money out of this. Um, and I think a lot more of them have that somewhat in their mind than I think want to disclose. But some of them, we'll talk more about this yes. episode. Some <laughs> of them don't hide that so well. And some of them, that might be kind of the first reason. So like the the here for the right reasons is like the bachelor like tagline sort of that it's like, all right, are they here you know, for that exposure? Are they here because they're bored at home and just wanted to like have a trip? I mean, that's a little bit more of a, like less of a thing this season or all of the quarantine seasons, I should say, because they're not traveling as much. Like a lot of people, there's a period where a lot of people come on the show because they're like, oh, we're going to go on a cool vacation and we're just going to bounce around Europe, you know? So, I mean, there's definitely not that layer to the show right now, but that will very quickly come back. So that's what that phrase means. And they throw it out all the time. Um, they throw that out and they talk about the journey. They want to talk about the journey instead yeah. of the process because the journey sounds a little bit more romanticized. So yeah. anyway, there's 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 these eye rolling moments where you're like, here comes the terms. So that's what that means. <laughs> I felt, but so I felt like I couldn't really get like a good read on her personality because I felt like that was just like all I heard. And... Yeah. This definitely wasn't the best. Um, I mean, you got a lot of a sense, I think, throughout this episode 
for like just her being like expressive about her emotions and being very yeah. open. But I think you didn't see as much this episode of her being kind of this assertive personality. I mean, she has, I think she has a pretty good grasp on what she wants and what she, you know, she doesn't really take a lot of, of crap from the guys. And she's just kind of got, got this yeah. interesting personality where she's also, she usually is a very like fun spirited air to her and she's also like known to be very sex positive she was the one who came on the um you know the last season she came out of the limo with like her vibrator so like there were a lot of jokes about that in the beginning so it's so that's okay. kind of that's okay. some good context to give you is that okay. she like a lot of people who come in on night one um and i actually read um the piece uh that came out this week that rachel Lindsay authored where she was talking about gimmicks in night one and she flat out says like the producers say most of the people who come come out with like a big gimmick aren't going to go far and like don't do much within the franchise. So like the fact that she came out with something like that, this was, was gimmicky and has gone on to this role where essentially like all of her promo pictures are the same color as her vibrator was. So it's like, it's, it's very interesting. I mean, and the fact that she is so well-spoken, she's very smart. Um, Anyway, so I think she's, she's all these different things. And this week we saw like a shift to a lot of, different like conversations and topics where that yeah. kind of took a little bit of a backseat. So, um, but yeah, that, that can give you a little more context of who she is, but, and you kind of came in in the middle of the action because last week's episode was a good old to be continued, which is my favorite. Yay. So, um, <laughs> so we, we hear like Carl, who's like this motivational speaker, which makes no sense because last week's episode, he was like trying to do his, like they did like a a date where it was like the guys were trying to explain why they were the greatest lover of all time. And he got up there and was talking and he just was like, he was not motivating at all. Like he just kept rambling. And I was just like, this is your job. If so, you're very bad at it. Um, So anyway, so then we have this end of the episode where he's, you know, going after the guys with no evidence, like basically alleging that, you know, there's more people here that are here for the wrong reasons. And like, you know, maybe based on what we see the rest of the episode, like maybe he was making reference to other people specifically within the house, but he was just like, and had like this weird condescending air, like he was better than everybody. And he was like not giving her any like concrete like descriptions. He was just really just making her angry over like no substance. And then he was just completely, as a lot of the times this happens in one of these, um like these types of situations during the rose ceremony, he just like shot the whole night for the guys because she's just like over it at that point. Cause she's like, who, who is he talking about? And why is right. nobody telling me yeah. this? And like, you know, she keeps having different reasons to question if she should trust these guys and didn't really get a lot of a, a, a sense for this episode that she had a reason to trust them. And that just kind of made her doubt everything all over again. So Thanks, I don't know. Carl. It was it was it was a bummer. It was a bummer of an end, I thought. And I, I did like that, you know, this unlike prior seasons where Chris Harrison would come out and be like, are you ready to continue the rose ceremony? Like, it was nice to have. Tasha and to have Caitlin there to kind of comfort her like that was yeah. a nice little moment and dynamic I thought to have them there um but like she basically tells them like she was going to keep him and she's like what do I do now because like you know this happens so she kind of picks back up the rose ceremony um and she has this moment where she talks to Greg which was interesting because she had just had the date with Greg and so there are all these guys who are like potentially going to go home they don't get a minute to talk to her but Greg comes in (laughs) it's like hi again um you know makes her feel better though 
Um, and, you know, she picks back up the rose ceremony, and she ends up sending home, good old Carl, sends home John, who seems very nice and lovely, and then Garrett, who I honestly don't remember. Um, but she kind of, like, pulls it all together, and it's just kind of, is like one, a, a kind of a bummer of a payoff, I think, you know, for us to have this, like, to be continued and start with that, so. But I thought it was, like, interesting because there's a lot of times where there's a guy or a girl like that that are kind of like stirring the pot and then they're sent home and on their exit they like make some big statement like to the lead or to the other people in the room and he just kind of looked awkward like no one's talking to me i guess i'm gonna go like he just kind of like he was like caught yeah it was it was i don't I mean, I'm sure that this has happened some other season, but nothing is coming to mind. It was just so awkward. I was just like, can, can someone just, like, take him out of the room? Yeah. <laughs> it was, but I, lo- it I was love sad. how all the other guys kind of, like, banded together against him, though. Like, I feel like you have to be, like, really toxic for people who are essentially com- mm-hmm. competing against each other, you know, to be like, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, even if someone else in the room... Um, isn't here for like 100% the right reasons, like whatever he's saying, it was clear that the other guys did not agree with what he was saying. So that was, I thought, very important. And then I also loved that when John left, they were all giving him like a round of applause. That's a, that is, I don't think I've ever really? seen that happen oh, on wow. the show. Yeah, I was like, oh, applause on the exit. Okay, I feel like I, I would, I would rate it pretty high likelihood that we will see John on the beach for Bachelor in Paradise. So I don't think his time here is done um so you know that was kind of an interesting into the evening and we go into the next week with the guys and the dates like we started off with the first date and again i don't there's been very few date cards that they'll bring out where the lead doesn't like write like a little stupid like heart whatever like sign it or whatever and it was just kind of very like to the point and was just kind of like love is about honesty and i need a hundred percent that was it like <laughs> it's kind of like okay and the guys were like "Mm." and we learned that nick vial is going to be on the date do you know much about nick vial theodora no No? nick vial was on the show two seasons one he was on there and famously talked about making love to the lead in the fantasy suite which is like a no like like it's like people know it happens but most like they don't don't talk about it he like when, like, they had the final, like, reunion episode or whatever, he just flat out said it. So that was like a, oh, no, he oh, didn't wow. do that. Um, and then the other season he came on, he had been DMing with Caitlin. He was on Caitlin's season. He had been DMing oh. with her right before she started taping her season. And he showed up partway through the season and was just like, you know, we were talking. I got to throw my hat in the ring and just, like, crashed the season. And they let him stay. Well, she let him stay, I should say. Damn. Um and so then they actually eventually cast him as the lead in his own season. And he was also on Bachelor in Paradise. So he's been around a lot. But I will say I've met Nick in person. He is exactly really? what you think. On Yeah, I went to like a Bachelor event with my sister. Um, and he was he was there. And he is 100% what he is on the show. He is like super nice. He's very funny. But like I also thought it was very interesting to have him on this date because he didn't really do a ton. Like, I, I kind of was like, oh, is he going to play a more active role? I thought he didn't have a ton of, of, of a role, which I thought was interesting. But um, they basically put all the guys in a room, and it's all about them kind of telling her, like, their, their like, secrets and, like, you know, kind of revealing themselves to her. Um, and 
it was interesting because it's kind of something that comes out through the natural course of the season, a lot of these things. But also, I think a lot of these guys might not, like, because most of the people, well, I shouldn't say most people, but, like, a chunk of the people who come on the show kind of have a story, like a backstory. And they have their point in time throughout the season where they reveal that to her. So, I mean, I think a chunk of these probably had certain pieces of this that they would have revealed to her, but not necessarily all of them. So I think by virtue of putting them on this date, it forced some of them, (laughs) Thomas, to come up (laughs) with something to say. And, you know, some of them... I was like so shocked by like I just I don't I don't know I wasn't expecting some of it and some of it was again details that I think we normally wouldn't see until further in the season so just to have it like come out so rapid fire succession from all of these guys was a lot yeah but it was also very interesting real fast real fast yeah yeah but I thought they took it all seriously. I mean, I think there's been seasons yeah. where guys would have been, like, trying to skirt it a little. I mean, I was I was so impressed that, like, one by one they were all, not only were they so well-spoken about it, but they were just so honest with her, which I thought was interesting. Um, but, you know, yeah, some I mean, of them just she, really. You know, she kind of gave them, I don't want to say an out, but she was like, you know, tell, tell me about, like, a time that, like, you ghosted someone or something and. This guy was like, yeah. oh, my, my wife died. No, like, I, I dealt with addiction. And I was like, okay. Yeah. She set the bar it. pretty low. Like, yeah. I'm just expe- like, which I think she was just, just wanting told, them like, to fess up to a little. Yeah. And instead, I mean, I was, so I was so shocked. So, again, I know you didn't see the first episode. So, like, Connor B is, like, talking about, you know, the, the addiction issue that he had and, like, you know, how that, like, spiraled out of control with the kiss relationship and stuff. Like, on night one, he came in dressed like a cat. So, like, you know, I'm like, he's the oh. musician cat who I, who they yeah, has, like, okay. a great connection with her and is very funny. So when he came out with that, like, I mean, he gives the preface, like, saying, you know, that, you know, that he, this is not a good story and whatever. I, I was kind of like, oh, like, what did he do? Like, it can't be that big. And he starts talking and I'm just like, oh. I wasn't prepared for this, you know? Um, But it was, but he was so honest and like he gave a, like, and again, gave a lot of description where some of these things, they could have just been like, I'm just going to kind of be like, well, you know, I had a little too much to drink and I cheated on my girl. Like he really like told her a story, which I thought was, was said a lot, you know, and she seemed receptive about it. I don't know. It's just, I think it's hard it's hard to think of the, like, there's so many of those guys in the room who were like, oh, I cheated on someone. I cheated, you know, and I think that's such one of those things that such a, can be such a deal breaker. And so it'll be really interesting to see, like, how that plays into the rest of the season if she's able, like, that, if that's not so much of a, de- a deal breaker for her or if that's something that ultimately kind of changes the way the season plays out for these guys. Yeah. Do you think, like, it's kind of, like, will accelerate the season since, like... It could. It could. Because, I mean, that's that's a lot of information and a lot of getting to know each other I guess yeah yeah no but it's also it's something that a lot of these things typically come out during one-on-one dates with the guys so you know it takes a while for even the guys who end up being in let's say the final 10 to finally go through and they all have a one-on-one date it's not until very far into the season that that happens so a lot of these guys she essentially got that moment where she got to have a little bit of that a taste of that and so I do think I think it'll accelerate it a little bit and I think it'll make it harder for her to not push for more information from the guys who weren't on the date, right? Because now she has yeah. this room full of guys that she's got dirt on, like you, like like detailed information. It's not yeah. just like a statement saying, "Oh, they cheated on someone." It's like she knows the story, and like, and again, we just saw the edited version. So like, I'm sure the actual story Ooh, that they true, told is true. like 
more detailed. So, I mean, that's a lot of information. And then these other guys, I think it could either, like, she could either be like, oh, they're so forthcoming and honest. Like, I value them a lot. And that goes a lot further. Or, um, you know, some of them, if it's things she didn't like, then that could kind of take them off her contention list. I don't know. It's, It's very interesting. It's a little unexpected. I and I wonder know. if, like, any of the guys were, like, trying to sandbag themselves a little bit, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I definitely think... We'll just go back to Thomas, because... Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> he's just the worst. Like, I knew on night one, I was like, there's something about him. He's just too... He has, like, this smooth air about him, and he really likes what he's saying. And he likes everything about himself. And... You know, when he was when he was giving her his response, it just felt like he was like, all right, it's, it's going to come out that I did all of these things. So I'm just going to say it all. But it was so awkward. And it just it was it wasn't like a lot of the guys kind of had this like this this air that they came in and it was like they knew that they were trying to like recover from what they were about to say. Like they were trying to like brace for the fact that they were giving some like an answer that was less than ideal. And he just kind of is just like all over the place. And he's, you know, saying that basically tells her that he went on a date a week before the show. And like, he like, yeah, he came on like thinking there could be this thing about, you know, a platform building coming out of it, but that he really ended up liking her and he's really here for her. And it just, it was very backhand. I don't know. It just, I, everything about this, I hated, I wanted him to go away there for the right reason. (laughs) no, he is so not there for the right reasons. Like, this was, I think, his moment to smooth it over. Right. If he thought, if he thought he was going to be the bachelor, this was his bachelor audition, and he failed. So, yeah. like, I mean, because there's no, there is no way after he did that and like what comes later in the episode that they could ever try to spin him into something to be a lead. So he failed. Right. That's all there's I there's say no way that there's no way that they can be like. Yeah, we're going to give you this platform that you want. Like, no, no, because they what they want is for someone to have an interesting and compelling story. There is nothing interesting or compelling that has been revealed to us about him at all. You know, I mean, I, I think, you know, I think someone like Connor who tells the story about you know battling addiction because he was you know in this scene because he's trying to make it as a musician and you know he was trying to hide from certain things and blah blah like all this different stuff like we know so much more about him I know yeah. I don't even remember what Thomas says he does for a living I remember yeah. nothing about him other than the fact that gym he owner, looks... was he no that's that's Mike um, I forget what he does because I kind of just want to yeah. forget him but um I, I i feel like he's not i don't know i feel like it's gonna come out i feel like she's going to finally figure it out because i mean he basically told her but i think she wasn't wanting to hear it you know i mean he yeah it, he said all of the things that he said in his response made it very clear like first and foremost i was not here for you conveniently i think you're all right so i'm still here is what i like you know and, I mean, he then tries to, like, strengthen that later in the episode. And I thought he was going to flat out just lie and say he was in love with her to stay around. I really thought he was going to do that. And I was going to get so angry <laughs> because right? there mean, is like, no if, if way. You are, if you are, like, auditioning for the belt, like, that's what, that's what you do. Like, Well, they tell them at a certain point, like, if you have not told the lead that you are, 
like you say you're falling in love is the first step and, and then you say like you are in love like so that's like the way so the falling in love is like for the people that they're like well i'm, I'm not ready to say i'm in love with them it's like well you're falling you're falling you're, you're <laughs> baby steps so it's like i i you know they, they definitely push them at certain points but like if he had said that on the third week i was curious if he did because i was like all right he doesn't mean it one if he does but right. two like then it gets like, into crazy really crazy territory yeah. yeah, but it's like, I just, I kind of wanted him to lie and say he was because I wanted to see what her response would be. <laughs> because, I mean, the normal, like, response for anybody would be, that's that's insane, it's way too early. Even in the Bachelor universe, because you've <laughs> talked to this person for probably all of 20 minutes, like, individually, yeah. like, if even that. Like, like, day four. Yeah, it's way too or, soon. It's way too soon. Um, but, but, yeah, I, I just... Everything about him just made me crazy. Made me absolutely crazy. So anyway, I have no, I have no crawl. reason to root for yeah. him. Yeah, he's just he 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 he's like a talking Ken doll. Like he just looks kind of plastic and like yeah, he just doesn't like nothing about him reads authentic or real to me. And that's what I like about Katie. I know you haven't gotten a ton of sense for her who she is, but like she's just like if you look at her on her social media channels, I think she's just, and, and this is like way back before she was ever on the show. Like she's got all this stuff on like TikTok and all these different channels. And she's just very like real and down to the point and well-spoken and smart. Like, so she's just like this interesting, like dynamic yeah. person. And yeah. Thomas, I did Thomas definitely just do doesn't yeah. fit. Yeah. Yeah. So um, who else, do anything else from this date that was interesting? Oh, she, well, duh. So, and then, Hello. And then Katie <laughs> tells a story. Well, I was thinking about the guys first, um, but yeah, and then she kind of wraps it up and tells a story, which I wasn't expecting her to do, and I think she basically said, I, I don't think she had to do that, but I think she decided to do it because they were so honest with her, and she tells a story about, you know, her being, which she phrased it very interestingly, and, I, and I'm curious your thoughts about it, because, like, she doesn't say, like, I was raped, but she does say that she was involved in, in her words was, I was involved in a situation where there was not consent um, 10 years ago on New Year's Eve. You know, she was like, there was alcohol involved. Like a lot of the things that you often hear, um, you know, victims say, like there was all these things involved. So I kind of made excuses for it. And she goes on to actually say, which like, oh, which made me so sad. Like she went on to say, like she tried to like form a relationship with him because like she was just trying to like uh. figure out the way through that. And I... I like admired her so much for saying all of this and like she talked about how she like her own family didn't know which it was is very was was a surprise because you know she does talk about I mean they and like if you see you see her posts on social media she talks about how she, like her and her mom and her aunt having conversations about anal sex so like they just oh, like are very okay. open okay. very yeah. open so I mean I know that this is like a different type of open obviously but you know they God, just, I hope, I she, think I hope that, she told them at least before it aired. Yeah, she did. I, re I read an article that she told okay. them, I think, okay. um, a couple of weeks before it aired. Okay. Um, but I thought that that said a lot because they are so open with each other. And so the fact that she hadn't told them that, I thought, said a lot, too. Um, and so I, yeah, it, was a, it was a very powerful moment. And I think a lot of times, we talked about this a little bit before we hopped on here to tape, like I think a lot of times there are these powerful moments that they – edit together and they come out okay you know like they had the whole issue of the shutdown on bachelor in paradise where there was like all this alcohol and like craziness ensued and like there was a question of whether there was consent for activities that happened and all this different stuff um 
they didn't necessarily handle that super well when they aired kind of their piece that they did on that. So I don't always have the biggest confidence in them to know how to handle sensitive topics. But this episode I thought was really well done. Um, So I'm just curious, you know, your thoughts on the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I I was shocked and impressed by all of it, too. And yeah, I thought that, you know, I thought that they handled it really well. Um, And I, you know, I think... I was trying to, like, look at the guys and see their reactions because I feel like that obviously would say a lot about them of how they were reacting Mm -hmm. to this. And, you know, so I think, like, in some ways that was um, a test for them. But, you know, putting my therapist hat on for a second, like, um, Mm -hmm. I think and, like, sadly, like, like, I've dealt with clients with, like, sexual trauma and, like, that's, like, real that it, like, continues to affect you like she you know I'm not going to armchair diagnose but like you know probably has PTSD and um you know like some of the clients I've talked to are like afraid to like kiss men and you know like sex Mm -hmm. is like still traumatic you know so I think that would have had to come out at some point whether with the guys whether it be publicly or privately um Mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, that's, like, huge and brave of her. Um, yeah, and I think it's, like, kind of a good test of the guys. Um, mm-hmm. Watching it, I also couldn't help but think, like, oh, God, like, I hope I hope she has a therapist. Or, like, I hope or wonder if, like, they have any therapist that, like, talk to them throughout the filming. Like, They do. They do. Really? Um they they have they have access to there's been some criticism of the show that they I mean it is good during the filming they do give them access to therapists throughout the filming which is great but they don't give them like the right support following the show so i oh, i don't yeah. know and i'm guessing it's and probably someone, different for the lead yeah yeah someone someone died by suicide right one of the someone that was on it am i making this up yeah there's been no, there's been, well, and a lot of that, I mean, it's, I mean, I, that that's someone, I'm, I'm forgetting which season offhand, but it's been a while, and as someone who was on the show a while, a while ago, um, but, I mean, it's hard for a lot of the, the people who come on the show, they have this sort of, like, newfound fame and, yeah. like, visibility, and then you go past, you know, a few more seasons, and if they're not back on Bachelor in Paradise or whatever, like, no one knows who they are, so I think it's, like, this no one is knows who they are, analogy. but they've gone through, like, this whole public thing. Yeah. It's kind of like people that were like child actors forever. I mean, it's like people know yeah, you and yeah. it's like this whole yeah, totally. thing. And I think it's, and, it, and it'll be interesting to see how it goes f- like for more recent seasons because the, you know, the cases that have popped up have been from like older seasons where social media wasn't as much of a factor. So I do, yeah. I do think the fact that they give them the support during the show is great, but I think in recent seasons, and I think it continues to be something, it's like they almost need to have access to people if they were to need them much longer than the show is willing to give them because a lot of the people who really take the brunt of these seasons are people like the Carls, right? The people who, um, you know, don't necessarily last super long or are, you know, kind of get this villain edit, whether it's justified or not. I mean, and and those are the people, I mean, Olivia Caridi, um, who was on Ben Higgins season is, is very vocal about that. She 
had a lot of a lot of issues coming out of the show and like needed support and like it wasn't that the show helped her it was that she helped herself to get past all of that so um anyway so you know I but I I have to think for the lead they would give her some additional support god I hope so I mean especially especially after she comes out with something like that well and I mean the the bachelor and bachelorette like they want they want to do as much as they can to get them to succeed in their relationship because they like to be able to point to the success stories, right? So if she leaves the show and then needs that support in order to be successful in the relationship, oh, you bet they're going to want to give it to her. So anyway, I do think hopefully that, you know, they will give her that added support to help, especially now. So, but I thought... I thought this, this... Coming in, I was kind of like... A lot of these dates, I'm like, oh, it's another, like chief excuse for a date i mean this is like no no expense like they don't have to pay anything Literally, obviously yeah. unless they are helping with some of the therapy support like they're just sitting in a, in a circle um but you know i think this is one of the ones that they spent obviously the less not the least on but i thought it was a very interesting date and i think it worked well yeah it's so powerful yeah it was it was very powerful and then we go from that into the next which is a one-on-one date with michael a and I, I mentioned last week, and I think we talked a little bit about on the first episode of, of the season, um, Kate Caput, who is on the season, actually knows him, like knows people who know oh, him because they're from the same hometown. Yeah. And you know Kate. I forget that you yeah. know Kate. Yeah. Um, and so and so it was just interesting because in, in the first episode she was saying, like, oh, we didn't get to see much of him and I only sort of know him, but, you know, they didn't give us much to work with. And they've definitely kind of given us more sense I felt like last week I was like okay like he seems like a nice guy she seems into him and like last week she didn't give him which is very rare on the show didn't give him any date like he just sat at home the whole like at the the house the whole week which is weird um but she pulled him aside last week and was like you know I, I didn't need time with you because I feel good about where we are so it was just kind of like thanks I mean he's like yeah he's here with you know nothing to do and his kid is back home but like okay I'm glad that you feel comfortable where you guys are yeah. so um, <laughs> so but this week I, I figured he had to be getting the one-on-one date so I was yeah. not remotely surprised that she gave him the date um but you know we hear like before he even goes on the date he has the conversation with the guys in the house and he talks about you know losing his wife who died of breast cancer and I was like where, where else are they going to have to go with this? Cause like he was just talking about with the guys and I was like, this is so hard to listen to. Like, I just felt so like sad and like, I just felt like we really got to see him. And I, I thought it was interesting because so often on the show, if there's someone who's been in a relationship like this and you know, maybe they've, you know, their, their, their wife or their husband has passed away. Like they don't really talk about, like they, they kind of yeah. are just like almost, almost wanting to, overly assert that they're ready for the next step and they don't really I think give enough of a nod to the person and I just was so floored by it like he was so well spoken about it and I feel like he was able to in such a unique way really like light up and talk about her in a way that didn't seem like he wasn't ready to be there I was just so I there were all these layers to like watching the conversations with him I was just I was very impressed with him I was very impressed with him, but I don't know if I got that uh, he was he ready, was ready. To be there. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know. I want, I want to think that he is. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, I think I, mean, I, I think, just, I think he thinks he is. Yeah. yeah. 
he's I think he's ready enough to try it. Like I yeah, Akime yeah. ultimately be someone who gets towards the end and is like, you know what, I thought I was ready. I'm not I mean, a lot of times, you know, the guys or the ladies, if it's a bachelor season, like, uh, will get towards the end and it becomes a question of like, Am I okay with this person meeting my yeah. child? And that becomes yeah. like a I think a point where they really kind of have to face it. But I think he he at least thinks he's ready enough and I'm 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 curious to see. I like him. I think they are yeah, I think they're I like cute together. Yeah. I think yeah. I think we got a lot more of his personality. Um, you they know, I they definitely have to they seem to have a deep connection. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell if it's like a deep romantic connection or like mm-hmm. just an emotional connection. Like there's clearly an emotional connection, but Right. Right. I um yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe it's just, maybe it's, again, that, like, reservate a little bit of a reservation on his part that kind of is yeah. playing into the romantic. But also, it's like, he had the whole week that he didn't spend any time with her, which is, you know, and he only talked to her essentially on night one. So, take, yeah. I guess it takes a little yeah. while to build that, but um, I don't know. I like the two of them together. I liked, you know, I liked the way, you know, he explained everything to her like the way he was saying you know that you know you know he 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 promises that he won't waste her time so I think he's basically telling her like if I ever change my mind about being comfortable in this I will let you know which I think is important especially as he's telling her you know all of this backstory for her to feel comfortable that if you know he isn't comfortable anymore that he's gonna like let her know um yeah but you know I like that he is like you know saying that he had this like amazing great love and that you know he's there to see if he can find that again with her um so I don't know I yeah I don't know now I I'm sorry I can't like not think about these things like a therapist now but like I'm wondering if um you know if the fact that like you know because he's widow widower I can never remember which one because his widower I think widow okay I think you're right yeah (laughs) you know I think because he's a widower and because she's gone through what she's gone through like you know I wonder if they're both attracted to the fact that like each of them need to take it slow it seems like mm-hmm. I think so I think so um, yeah I think that she finds a lot of, of comfort in that yeah because I think for her too it's like you know she is trying to figure out, you know, what, what she thinks, right? It's like, not only, I mean, there's the layer of having, like, automatically becoming a stepmom, right? There's that layer. Um, and on night one, she mentioned, like, that she wasn't hard set on having to, and wanting to have children. Like, okay. I don't think she, she wasn't saying she didn't want to have children, but it wasn't like she was, like, sometimes they come in and they're like, I want five babies. Like, it's not yeah. like she had that, like, on her agenda. But... You know, I so I think it's like the the layer of like having the child come into the scenario, but also having the layer of you know him having lost his wife, is kind of something you know something different, and it's a lot for her to kind of like agree to, right? To um, to all of that, and if he's not the right person, I could see her you know not feeling so comfortable with all of those things. So yeah, I don't know. I but I thought it was really nice the way that they kind of related to each other. I think they kind of bonded a little bit this week and you know I feel like I I do think he's gonna make it far in the season 
Yeah, they're definitely comfortable together. Yeah. All right, so then back at the house, the guys are kind of chatting before the next group of guys go on their date. And we revisit this whole conversation with Thomas, who doesn't want to be The Bachelor, but totally wants to be The Bachelor. And, yeah. And, you know, I love... So we have Hunter, which I just keep wanting to tell Hunter, like, cool it. Because, like, Hunter... He has kids back home. Like, he's he's giving up stuff to be here. Like, I just don't want him to be... I just don't want him to be, like, the drama guy. I don't want him to, yeah. like, take that role. Um, but he decides... Like, stop being such a bro, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but he decides he's going to jump in, and he wants to, like, confront this whole thing with Thomas wanting to be The Bachelor. And they, they, he's just, like, you know, Brendan's saying, you know, he's this pathological liar and all this different stuff, and... You know, in the, and Hunter says he's done being kind, and so they, like, just confront him. And Thomas does what Thomas does best, which is just go in circles. And, you know, he's like, you know, I don't have all the right answers, and, you know, I just, you know. And then they say, how about we try this again, Thomas? Do you want to be The Bachelor? <laughs> and he's like, I can't be disingenuine, you guys. I, I'm not going to be. Yes, coming into this, one of the thoughts on my mind was potentially being The Next Bachelor. It's like, oh, I mean, it's like, he's, he's the, the worst, but part, you know buddy. what? <laughs> I know, right? It's like, you know, he's, he's, been a, he's been dodging this around, but like, he finally does say this. So I guess, you know, Wait, that's kind like of the... just like thrown it back and been like, do you not? Like, <laughs> like come on, I mean, I think, with me. You know, and it's interesting because, I mean, this, this comes up sometimes further into the season where they'll be like, oh, like, did you know so-and-so has a lot of following on Instagram? I think they're here for the wrong reasons. But it's like really early for them to be pointing and being like, you want to be The Bachelor, you know? And it's like, I mean, I, I, I think it's totally true in this case, but it was just... This whole thing, this like the past couple of weeks, the fact that it's been such a focus has really been kind of surprising and just is so, so, so early. But, you know, changing it up, changing it up this season. We're just coming in, you know, coming in hot. Staring um, out the scripts. I know. So it was definitely an interesting episode. You kind of caught, like, you didn't get a complete any episode. <laughs> you kind of came in in the middle. But it was... But it was one that I think we got to know a lot of the guys, like, way better than we do at this point in the season. Like, you know, there's still so many people here. I mean, you know, hello, I'm like, Garrett, I don't yeah. remember who you are when you leave this, yeah. this episode. Um, like, you still don't know them all. But, um, you know, I think the ones who were in that circle having that conversation with her or, like, the guys that she's been on the dates with so far, I feel like we've gotten a good sense for who they are, which is nice. Um, so I guess we Yeah, I was sitting there being out. like, this is a good one for me to come into. There's a lot here to talk about. Yeah, it was an interesting one, and I'm really... I'm excited to see how it goes. I mean, again, talking about right reasons and, you know, people being genuine, not genuine. I mean, obviously, some of these guys could have spun a little bit of a tale. Who knows? But it seems like it seems like they were having yeah. an honest conversation, which, you know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt until they give us reason to think otherwise. Um, so I'm curious to see where the rest of the season goes because, you know, they've got such a great promo for the rest of the season and it seems like more drama is going to come so you know always expect the unexpected <laughs> um so anyhow i think it'll be a good season uh, there was um a little bit of bachelor news there's an interesting article came out, article came out this week with rachel Lindsay. um there's a lot of drama around the the headline which i don't have up in front of me but really kind of spun it like she was just like burning all the roses burning it all down because like she's <laughs> 
essentially said she's done with the franchise and she's walking away. Um, it's a very interesting piece. Um, you know, she talks a lot about sort of the pressures put on her being, you know, the first black lead and like the fact that, you know, she felt very unsupported by the show and the fact that, you know, it was like they had her come in and they had like, you know, one, I think one of the producers or like a few were, um, they brought in were, were black producers, but like most of the time, the people behind the camera, the people around her, like she didn't have anybody really to kind of support her throughout her season. Um, you know, and they essentially brought a lot of people on her season um, you know, that were, were black men who essentially never date black women. So it's like they, Ooh, they essentially filled cool. her with a cast that they knew yeah. would Ugh. create storylines, but would make like uncomfortable storylines. So, yeah. you know, she talks a lot about that. You know, she, um, you know, she talks about the fact that they brought on Lee, who was the, the guy who was racist. Uh, that they tried to allege they didn't know about. But if you look at his tweets, it was, like, very apparent. So, like, yes, they can't necessarily see every comment that he's posted everywhere, but there was, like, enough all over the place that they should know. But she was like, whatever, you knew he was from a small town in Mississippi, you were hoping he'd be ignorant. So, um, <laughs> which is fair. Um, I'm trying to think of what else she said. It was it was a very, very interesting article um, where she talks about, you know, and she talks about the fact that, you know, she was so surprised that the interview that she had with Chris Harrison went the way it did because, you know, the, the, way he, the way he was talking, she was like, you know, it just says a lot about really kind of what's at the core of the show and the fact that he felt so comfortable saying that, um, that that was, you know, said a lot. She also talks about moments that, you know, she wanted to be upset on screen and they would be like, why didn't you show that like emotion? And she was like, well, I can't do that because if I were to get angry at someone on the show, then I, like, then I would be playing into like the whole like stereotype around, Ugh, you know, yeah. being like the angry, angry black, black, lady, black yeah. female. And yeah. So she was oh. like, you know, there were all of these layers. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it, it was just, it was very interesting to read. I think she, um, I, you know, I admire her honesty. I also, you know, admire a lot of you know the the fact that she's walking away essentially you know she says this is one of the i'm glad i found it this is one of my favorite lines in the article she talks about you know she makes a comment to bachelor nation so i think you know there's a lot of people who and and she's someone who has been kind of there's kind of a split among bachelor nation like there's people who are like supportive of her like i think she is amazing i think she is so you know she's so sharp she's so smart spoken i just think she's like i think she's great um but people don't like the fact that she is, is like pushing for what she's pushing for like there's like a, a fraction of that um but she her statement about this which i've never heard this this term thrown around she's like there is a bachelor nation and there is a bachelor clan Bachelor clan is afraid of change. Ooh. They're afraid to be uncomfortable. They're afraid when they get called out. And that is so true. So, um, yeah. I, you know, it's a really interesting piece. I'll post it on Twitter. I'm sure that a lot of people who are listening here have already read it or know <laughs> of it. But, um, you know, it was very interesting to see that pop up this week. There's, there's a lot of interesting tidbits from, like, behind-the-scenes spoiler type stuff because, like, a lot of the people who go on the show, well, everyone who goes on the show, they put them into some sort of contract depending on how much dirt they have their contract has more like length to it um wow. and so I, I don't know if her contract has just expired or if she's just like i don't care but she yeah. was saying a lot of stuff including the fact that she she was like i did not have sex with nick vial in the fantasy suite because in part 
like she mentions that he was like so sexualized on all these different seasons that he was like I'm not doing that with anybody on the show because everybody thinks that I'm like this sex fiend um but <laughs> the night before was the was the election and so she was so upset about Trump winning that she had so much to drink that she was so hungover <laughs> I love that when she was on The Bachelor. So I thought that was very funny. So there's like some fun tidbits in there yeah. too, which is great. I always love a good, <laughs> love a good article with some scoop. That I thought was very funny. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of the main thing that I saw, I think, that popped up in Bachelor News this week. So um, I've been trying to avoid all the spoilers. There's a lot out around Bachelor in Paradise coming up and who's going to be on the beach. And I don't want to know because that's part of the fun. Um, so we'll find out what that entails. So. I think that's kind of it. Thanks so much for coming on this week. I, you know, I think definitely value your thoughts this week. There was so much going on. Um, you know, very, very emotional week. Um, yeah. And you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping next week is a little bit of a palate cleanser. I really enjoyed this week. I did. I thought it was very, it was very good. And I think it was like, I really enjoy like last week we saw, she had um, one of the dates, like she was on like talked a lot about like when her, when her like losing her dad. And so that was a little heavy, but like mm-hmm. for the most of the part, like the, the season, she, it's been very like fun and like very much like a, a focus on that part of her personality. So I thought this week was nice to see this other layer to her. And next yeah. week I'm hoping we get a little bit of more of a, of a light break. So we'll see. I feel like from, for like from this, they would have to go to like some like very silly I think so. next week. I think they, yeah, I'm hoping like, they've had a few times that I think they've tried to have a, seal, a silly date this season. So, last week they did, like, this, like, wrestling date. But they put two of the guys that knew each other from back home against each other. And I thought they were going to literally kill each other. Like, it was uncomfortable. Like, they needed to break it up. Um, so, hopefully next week. I feel like next week would be one where, I don't know. There was one um, date on Claire's season where they had the guys, like, in Speedos. Like, no, it was, um, they were playing strip dodgeball. That's what it was. Wow. So I feel like next week is a good week for them to trot out something ridiculous yeah. like that. So I'm curious to see what it is. I think your point is valid. I think there will be something lighthearted coming. Will it be good or will it be lame? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. But anyway, thanks so much for joining. We'll talk with you next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Connect with us on Twitter at AcceptThisPod, where we live tweet episodes and share updates on Bachelor news. Also, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and on Google Play. If you love us, take a minute and leave us a lovely five-star review. Nothing makes our day more. We'll talk to you soon.